Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Genesis 33, Jacob meets Esau. Then Jacob lifted his eyes and looked and behold, Esau was coming and 400 men with him. So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two maids. He put the maids and their children in front, and Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph last. But he himself passed on ahead of them and bowed down to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him, and they wept. He lifted his eyes and saw the women and the children and said, Who are these with you? So he said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids came near with their children, and they bowed down. Leah likewise came near with her children, and they bowed down. And afterward, Joseph came near with Rachel, and they bowed down. And he said, What do you mean by all this company which I have met? And he said, To find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Let what you have be your own. Jacob said, No, please, if now I have found favor in your sight, then take my present from my hand, for I see your face as one sees the face of God. And you have received me favorably. Please take my gift, which has been brought to you because God has dealt graciously with me and because I have plenty. Thus he urged him, and he took it. Then Esau said, Let us take our journey and go, and I will go before you. But he said to him, My Lord knows that the children are frail and that the flocks and herds which are nursing are a care to me. And if they are driven hard one day, all the flocks will die. Please let my Lord pass on before his servant, and I will proceed at my leisure according to the pace of the cattle that are before me and according to the pace of the children until I come to my Lord at Seir. Esau said, Please let me leave with you some of the people who are with me. But he said, What need is there? 
Let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau returned that day on his way to Seir. Jacob journeyed to Sukkot and built for himself a house and made booths for his livestock. Therefore, the place is named Sukkot. Jacob settles in Shechem. Now Jacob came safely to the city of Shechem, which is at the land of Canaan. And he came from Padanaram and camped before the city. He brought the piece of land where he had pitched his tent from the hand of the sons of Amor, Shechem's father, for 100 pieces of money. Then he erected there an altar and called it El Elo Israel. Now, since Jacob has wrestled um, and had that wrestling match with God, you can see he's changed his tune and he no longer refers to him as the father of, or the God of my father and my grandfather, but he now calls him my God. <clears throat> so his relationship is established and he's taking ownership of that relationship with God. And now, <clears throat> even though he didn't need to, to present his brother with those uh, gifts so that he would forgive him, he still is sticking with his first idea, his initial plan, and he's just honoring that which he's already decided to do. Uh, whether he needed it or not, he's, he's just trying to be honorable, which is a total different Jacob from what we've seen prior. But you can see he says, no, just go ahead. Just give me safe passage. Take the gifts that I've given you, and I'll move on. And um, <clears throat> you can see from here Jacob's relationship. His, he, not that he's perfect by any means, but you can definitely see that there's a difference. The fruit or, or the actual initial response that you see or primary, I guess, personality that he has really has changed. It's not so much of a, oh, look out for myself, but it's more now just focused on God first, the will of the Father first. Um, now, from this point, God will refer to Jacob as Israel, and he'll also refer to him as Jacob. That all just depends on how he's behaving. As he said, you're no longer to be known as Jacob, you're going to be known as Israel. But sometimes he acts like his old self, and God's very quick to say, hey, who are you behaving like now? So that's very reflective of us in our lives. Our our uh, demeanor, our attitudes. Our, I mean, you could really tell when someone says that they're born again just by words. <clears throat> you can tell if there hasn't really been a change. But there's some people that you can sense, not by words, but by their behavior, by their thought process. Really, by just looking into their eyes and just focusing into their eyes, you can really pick up on just what's what's in their soul. And when someone truly has become a true follower of Jesus Christ, you can sense it. You can pick up on it. And um, then that doesn't mean that they're no longer going to act like their old selves ever. Because we do. We're humans and we make mistakes. But predominantly... Their bent or their first reaction will be uh, God first. So, Father, thank you so much that we have this opportunity to have relationship with you. Because you made us for companionship because you have a desire for companionship. 
And um, it's such an honor just to be considered your companion. But I pray that as we continue through our lives, also seeking out companionship with others, that it would we would be able to keep that prioritized as you first. You as our first priority, and then others to follow that. That it would be all about your desires, your kingdom come, your will be done. And then it would be loving others. Just as you said, and just as Jesus said, love God, love others. All of the law can be hung on these two pegs. So Father, thank you that we um, have the honor and the opportunity to have a relationship with you. And I pray that we could just be, um, our lives would be worthy of that gift and that honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.